Hello and welcome to Season 1, Episode 8 of the JMSN Sportscast. I'm Jack Martin, here with uh, Jacoby Joseph. Hello again. And today we will be covering MLB headlines, the NBA playoffs, and a top five segment, top five ballpark foods. Let's get it started. All right, so first up for today, MLB headlines. Um, starting off on a positive note, Liam Hendricks making his return to the MLB after a um, uh, battle with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, Jacoby, what's your initial reaction? Um, yeah, I think it's just really cool how he's been able to fight through cancer, and he's not only been able to like live from cancer, which is a really big deal, but he's also going to keep playing with the White Sox. And so I feel like that's really cool for him, and I feel like the White Sox are probably pretty excited too because he's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously this stuff happens in everyday life, but for this to happen to, like, an actual player that people know, it could be pro- it would probably be really inspiring for someone, like, who's, like, a White Sox fan and has cancer, for someone to, like, see what he's going through and see that he made it out. Like, and to be coming back to play, like, Major League Baseball, I think that'd be pretty cool. And, like, it's inspiring. Um, And even for someone who, like, isn't a White Sox fan, it's just an inspiring story overall. And congratulations to him for being able to come back and play the sport he loves and be able to be with everyone. Yeah. Um, So... That was just a quick positive note. Um, Moving to a controversial storyline throughout Major League Baseball, uh, Sticky Substances. Um, This year, Domingo Harmon and Max Scherzer have been ejected and suspended because of them. And, Jacoby, what are your thoughts about where MLB could go with this in the future? Well, I feel like this topic is kind of becoming a problem. Because it's really controversial. So, like, both sides could argue that they have a reason to have it or to not have it. Like, the pitchers could be saying that they've been using rosin for years, and this is just either a little more sticky or they've been just using rosin because that's what Max Scherzer said. And then the batters could be saying that it's really unfair because... It's significantly, well, it's not significantly, but they could say it is, um, improving the pitcher's, like, performance and the spin rate on the balls. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like the MLB does have to decide on at least something, but I feel like it's going to be controversial no matter what. Yeah, I mean, it'll be really interesting what MLB decides on this, because... There's definitely definitely gonna be two parties that have completely different opinions on, um, like where and we should take this because you could consider rosin sticky substance because I mean if Scherzer and weren't lying, then they really were just using rosin and sweat, which is legal. Um, but the umpires were saying it was the stickiest thing they've ever felt in their life, 
And so that really brings up the debate, is rosin sticky substance? And if so, should it be banned? Like all the other ones. And MLB's going to have to make a decision on that, because otherwise, pitchers are just going to get like really mad that they're getting ejected and suspended, even though they're just doing legal things. So I guess we'll have to see. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts? Um, I feel like it's also kind of hard for, well, all the pitchers because they might not be using the sticky substances, and they might just be using rosin, but they might be worried they're getting ejected, so they're gonna start like using less rosin, and that might negatively affect their performance. That's also true. Um, because maybe Scherzer and Herman were lying and they actually were using some sort of sticky substance, whether it's a fight attack or something else. Um, which, like, players who are trying to, like, follow the rules and, like, do things legally, um, they might feel that they're going to get caught because those pitchers said that and use less and could negatively affect, like, how they're like, their performance, how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, it seems like a pretty important for a dis- a pretty dis- important decision for MLB to make, and we'll see what they make. I mean, you never know. It is the MLB, of course. Um, moving on to another controversial topic throughout the MLB, robo-umpires. Um, Aaron Boone was talking about that in a press conference. He has been ejected four times this season, um, but doesn't feel the need for robo robo umpires. Uh, Jacoby, what do you think? Um, I feel like this could also be pretty controversial. I mean, umpires are a part of the game. Like human umpires are gonna make mistakes, and that's just a part of the game that everyone's had to live through the whole ever since baseball was first made. I feel like making robo-umpires would possibly, like, improve the calls and make the game go faster, but it could also take away from the game because the umpires are a huge part of the game, and I feel like it could possibly, yeah, take away from the game, but the calls might be more correct, so it's kind of both for me. Yeah, once again, there are, like, two parties here because one person, like, one group could say that it really helps with, like, the accuracy of the game and there wouldn't be as much, like, ejections and complaining with the Empire because it's, like, pretty much perfect. Um, But you could say, like, well, it's kind of stupid. Um, They... <sighs> I don't know how to explain it, but, like, you want those little calls, like, for example, two strikes, bottom of the ninth inning, you're, the fielding team's up by one run, and the other team's got their best batter at the plate, so tying run, nobody on, outside corner, just, like, two inches off the plate, the ump's gonna call, a real ump's gonna call that strike three. Like, yeah. that'll probably be game. But a robo-ump is going to be like, well, technically, that's two inches outside. It's a ball. And the 
the pitchers are going to really want that call. And I, it'll probably positively impact the batters, um, which could lead to more offense, but at the same time will probably lead to more walks, which will slow the game down. And the MLB made a whole pitch clock, pitch clock rule to make the game faster. And I don't know, fans might not like the bit of a slower paced game. Even though it probably won't be that much, but still. More walks for sure. Yeah, that is true. Um our final headline of the day. Um the A's uh have been struggling. I saw a stat recently, it said the actually yesterday. Said the A's are on pace to lose a hundred and thirty two games. The MLB record, like the worst team ever was or like since nineteen hundred was the nineteen sixty two Mets. They were forty, a hundred and twenty and one. That was when they only played hundred and sixty one games. Now they play hundred and sixty two. But that's crazy. Like the A's are ten and forty five right now. Ten and forty five. Yeah. Ten wins. Out of fifty five games. Jacoby, what are your like initial thoughts on that? I just don't know how it's possible to be that bad. Like, sure, they don't really have many really good players on their team, but still, like, only 10 wins is absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, I feel like they're certainly going to have to fix something, or they are going to lose 132 games, which would be crazy, and breaking a new record, so. Yeah, I mean, so, they're 12 games off. Like, they're 12 games off the record. They're that... It's hard It's That didn't really make sense, but... That's a 12-game difference. And I guess they could go on a hot streak right now. They're, they're losing streak right now. It's like 11 games, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is. And they might just continue like this. I mean, they're really bad. They're really, really bad. They're tanking right now. Um, but now there's news of them moving to Las Vegas, which I'm, they will do. Um, they bought land there to like make their new stadium. Um, and maybe that'll be like a spark to their franchise. I mean, maybe they'll get new owners, have much more money and be able to splurge on those free agents. Um, Jacoby, what do you think about their move to Vegas? Um, like we've talked in an episode before this, I really do think it'll be beneficial for them. Um, they really just need something to switch how they're doing, uh, whether it's new owners or maybe even a new head coach or moving um, to Las Vegas because they are not good right now and it doesn't seem like anything they're doing is really helping with only 10 wins. So I feel like it would be pretty positive for them and we'll see hopefully it helps them out. Yeah. So I mean it seems like they're pretty 
um, downward sloping franchise right now. Uh, but you never know. Possibly it'll be better in the future. Yeah, maybe. It for this uh, MLB headline segment. Let's move on to the next one. All right, moving on to the next segment, NBA playoffs. This has been crazy postseason. Jacoby, what's your like initial reaction? I mean, it's just been really entertaining for me. Um, yeah, it's just been super good basketball, I think, um, which is kind of rare for the NBA because it's usually just players kind of messing around and doing their own thing. But I feel like this offseason has been really good. Yes, I normally follow college basketball. Um, because I always find that more entertaining than NBA, but this NBA, these NBA playoffs have been really cool and interesting. Um, uh, I see like a couple upsets in my opinion. I don't know about yours. Um, but one that really stands out to me is the Heat, um, defeating the Bucks. Um, cause I think the Bucks are like a really good team with Giannis, Chris Middleton, uh, as, like, their top two players. Like, the Heat have Jimmy Butler. He's pretty good. I mean, he's probably the most clutch player in the NBA. Yeah. Playoff Jimmy Butler is just... I don't know how he does it. Like, in the regular season, he's good. But he's not, like, amazing. But then once playoffs hit, he's just... It does not make sense. Especially in these playoffs. He's really, like, turned it on. Yeah. Um, and I think he's gotten a deserved amount of respect for that. Certainly. Uh, there's also a huge saga going, or I don't want to say saga, but there are rumors going around of LeBron retiring. Um, Jacoby, what do you think? I don't think he's going to retire right now. Um, he may move teams. Because the Lakers really haven't been doing much lately. Um, but, yeah, I I don't think he's done yet. Um, I think he's probably going to play at least a season with Bronny James, his son, uh, if he makes it to the league. And then I think that'll be his last year. I 100% agree with you. Um, there's been, like, cryptic messages sent from him on like Twitter and Instagram or whatever. I don't he has really no chance of him retiring at this point in my opinion. He's come all this way and he said for the past like a lot of a bunch of years for the past couple years that um he's wanna play with his he wants to play with his son Brownie. And I just really don't think there's an, any chance of him retiring now when his son is probably two years away from playing in the NBA. Yeah. And it's almost certain that he will. Um, And, yeah, I, I really don't see him, LeBron retiring at this point when he's come this far to play with his son. Uh, The really only reason I could see um him retiring is because um of, like, injuries. Like, he's been injured a bunch. The pet, like... Like, last season, he was injured. So, that's, like, the one reason I could see him being, um, like, 
being done. Yeah, being done. I feel like he could also be doing that. Well, maybe because he broke the scoring record. And no one's ever going to break that again. But I feel like, yeah, I don't think he's done. No. Um, Other news in the postseason right now. uh, Heats and Celtics, the Game 7. Crazy series. Crazy. Uh, The game's at 8.30 tonight. Heat are up 3-0. Looks like it's completely over. Then, like, okay, Celtics win Game 4, whatever. Then fine, Celtics win game five, three, two now. But then Celtics win game six on Derek White's buzzer beater, which was crazy. I mean. Yeah, it was amazing. Live, it didn't look like it was in time, but when you slowed it down, he did get it off. Um, So, I mean, like, if I'm the Heat at this point, I would start to get a little nervous. Yeah. Or not even at this point. Like, once they won game five, I would be like, okay, we really got to, like, step it up here. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like the Heat were going to win. They got really unfortunate there at the end. Um, But it's crazy series. Uh, Jacoby, what are your, like, thoughts? Uh, Yeah. Well, if you watch game three, it looks like the Celtics have just – completely given up like they did not care about it at all um and they got completely blown out and I really thought the series was over by then and I thought the Heat would just win game four or just let the Celtics have one and then win game five but the Celtics have really turned it on lately and I don't know like what the sudden change was but it's certainly been working for them I also saw today that the Heat have already booked tickets to, like, flight tickets to Denver, where they're they're so confident that they're going to win Game 7 that they already booked their flights to Denver for the finals. So, I mean, if I was – I really wouldn't do that. That's – Yeah, that's – Yeah. But, you know, maybe they just trust in Jeremy Butler, which I definitely would do. He's just, I guess, he's a really good superstar. And where you see where he's come from, like, his whole backstory is crazy. And the fact that he's gotten this far is wild. Yeah. Um, I don't really know much about the NBA. Um... Jacoby probably knows more than me. But these playoffs have probably been some of the more historic playoffs in history, right? I mean, yeah, I would I'd say so, too. I was rooting for the Kings early on. They ended up losing. Um, but to so the Warriors, right? Yeah, that's what I was rooting for. And then the Warriors-Lakers series was really interesting. Uh, Curry versus LeBron. It's like the 2016 finals rematch. Jacoby, what did you think about that series? Uh, well, I wanted the Warriors, so I was kind of mad about it. But it was a really good series. Um, both teams certainly did their best. Um, I'm a Warriors fan, so I feel like the Warriors could have done better. But, yeah, I thought it was a really entertaining series. I agree. I think um, 
I was rooting for the Warriors as well, but I think the Lakers were a lot more f- physical, and the Warriors like struggled for that. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think pretty good postseason. Nuggets have been dominating all their games. Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic are a great combo. Yeah, they're just unstoppable. I mean, yeah. they swept the Lakers, who had beaten the Warriors, and then um, who'd they beat in their first series? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but it, the Lakers seem to be dominating with like LeBron, and they really got shut down by Jokic's like it's just ability pure strength. to dive to the hoop and then finish, and then Murray's dribbling and shooting ability. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Um, um, and I feel like the really the only reason the Lakers beat the Warriors is because they had Anthony Davis and LeBron James, who are just two really big and strong people. Um, and the Warriors don't really have that. Um, they have Looney, but he's really the only bigger person on the team. Yeah. And I feel like once the Lakers played the Nuggets, um, who had Nikola Jokic, like he was big enough to stop them both. Uh, the Lakers played the Grizzlies in the first Yeah, game. they did. Um, there's the whole John Morant thing. Yeah. It's just like, it's, I mean, I don't understand that decision. Like, he said he was going to learn from it and be better, which like, okay, yeah, sure you will. And then he does it again. Yeah. I mean, I used to be a huge John Morant fan. I mean, like, just the dunks he's done and how athletic he is, it's just amazing. But with all this stuff going on with him, I feel like he's really it's just I let everyone down. Sure. Yeah. Like, I used to be a John Morant fan, not anymore. Yeah. Like, you can't really root for that guy anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, the first time it happened like yeah sure it was a mistake yeah, you learn from like it. don't do it next time yeah he said he was gonna learn from it he wrote like a whole apology and then he goes and does it again and it's like really hard to Forget. give any reasons why he'd do that mm-hmm. um but yeah it's just a disappointment because he was a rising star i think and it's gonna be hard to cheer for him now I agree. Um, any final comments surrounding the NBA playoffs? Um, not really. It's been a really good series, and for well, all the series have been pretty good, and I'm excited to see what happens. Do you have a prediction for the NBA uh, Finals winner? Um, I think the Nuggets—they're just so unstoppable. Uh, how about you? I agree. I think Nuggets in five against the Heat. That sounds about right. Um, I think that the Heat, even though they're like really cocky and kind of um, jinxing their chances tonight, I think they will pull it out with clutch Jimmy Butler. Yeah. And they will get to the finals, but Jokic and Murray will be too much for them. I agree.
All right, that'll be about it for this segment. Let's move on to top five ballpark foods. All right, top five ballpark foods. This will be an exciting um, top five, Jacoby. What is your number five to get us started? Uh, my number five is cotton candy. Um, you can't really go to a baseball game without it, I think. Um, and it's super good, but the only problem is you can't really eat much of it before you get tired of it. All right, that's a, that's a good choice. For my number five, I had soft serve ice cream. I think that it's a good it's like summer treat uh, on a hot day, and like sometimes you can get it in like the ballpark cap, like the little helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I put it top five. Um, I had that one at number four. Uh, the ice cream and the helmet. I feel like it's just kind of iconic. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, for my number four. I had a cheesesteak, um, especially if you go to Philly, you get the Philly cheesesteak. I think that's a classic. Uh, but even other places, you can get, like, a cheesesteak. Um, it's a nice, uh, like, it's very filling, um, but a lot of people like it with, like, the peppers on top, uh, like, New York style. Mm-hmm. Philly, however you want it, I think. That's probably number four. Oh, what would you get for three? Uh, my number three was peanuts in the shell. Um, it's just always been something my family's done. We just get peanuts and eat them. That's kind of a Wrigley thing, I think, but that's what we do. Yes, yeah, that's like an iconic choice. For my number three, I had nachos. Uh, I think that's a one of a, another like iconic ballpark food. Um, that people tend to get. Um. Depending, it depends what you get on it, but it's like a. I feel like it's a classic ballpark food. What did you have for your second, Jacoby? Uh, my number two is sunflower seeds. Um, you can't really have baseball without sunflower seeds. I think. Um, they're just really iconic and they're pretty good too. Yeah, I was gonna put sunflower seeds in my list. I just thought that was more of a food you would have while playing, like as a player, versus watching the stands. That's true. Um, but still a really solid pick. My number two, I had a soft pretzel. Um, I think you, like, you're, you're probably going to find that somewhere at a baseball game. And it's a snack that pretty much everyone enjoys, whether you have it with salt, no salt, little salt. doesn't matter. Um, I think... It's like it's clearly a top five ballpark food, and if not, number two. I'd agree. What'd you have as your number one ballpark food, Jacoby? My number one is the iconic food that you just can't go to a ballpark without having. It's the hot dog. Um, every time you go to a baseball stadium, I feel like you have to get it. Um, it's just what goes with baseball. I 100% agree. Um, my number one was hot dog as well. I feel like even it's probably not my favorite food, or it's not my favorite food. Yeah, same. At a ballpark, but you still have to get it. Like it's so iconic. Like the people coming around with their, like whatever they're carrying. There's like you give hot dogs, like Nathan's hot dogs, at like Mets games, for example. They come around and like, like hot dog here. Yeah, you just take the hot dog. I feel like it's a classic. 
and you know you can never go wrong yeah um any final like anything you would change Jacoby? um i probably would have put soft pretzel in for cotton candy um that was a good one uh yeah i'm i'd I was probably I was thinking about putting cotton candy on there. I just don't think you would really get that. Like, like maybe at, like at minor league stadiums you get that. Um, and like I guess at some, I guess you would get it at minor league stadiums. I just don't think that's a thing that people would get a lot. That's true. Like they would prefer something different. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that'll about do it for the top five segment. Uh, Jacoby, any last thoughts? Nope. All right, uh, let's move on to the outro. Thank you for tuning in to season one, episode eight of the JMSN Sportscast. Uh, I'm Jack Martin. He's Jacoby Jossis. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next time.